Good afternoon, Lelio and Giacomo Zokai. Good afternoon. We're all good, thank you. How are you, Alan? I'm good. To, I'm good, thank you. I'm happy to see you guys. It's a great Same pleasure. Uh, unfortunately, we can't meet in person, but um, I'm super happy to have you, Zokai brothers, together in one screen. Uh, for our viewings, we take social distancing very serious in both our companies. Um, the siblings live in one space, so they're sharing a screen. Um, although our software can take up to uh, 10 uh, guests on one show, um, it's the first time we're actually uh, doing it this way. So we have a beautiful Zokai jewel on the background. So that's what you're seeing on the background that we shot in our yes. own photo studio. Um, where are you gentlemen today? Are you in Italy? Yes, we're in uh, our office and showroom. In so, Tiene? Yeah, 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 Tiene. Tiene, awesome. Very close to Vicenza. I believe you've been in Vicenza a few times. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the Gold Valley of Italy. Yes. Beautiful. Um, so for our viewings, the viewers that are joining us today and the listeners on podcast where we will broadcast afterwards, um, we'll do a short intro, who you guys are. Then we'll do uh, a, a, a jewel check or a wrist check what we're wearing. We have uh, the seven D ace list questions. And then I want to do a deep dive on your brand, your history, your family history, and more importantly, the future. Yes. Um, so please, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. So I'll start. My name is Lelio, like we said already, I'm 27. I studied marketing at university, so today I'm in charge of marketing and brand image and communication of Zokai. So I mainly work with social media, images, catalogs, packaging, everything related to the image of the brand. It's under my, my jurisdiction. Nice. My name is Giacomo. I'm the younger brother. We also have a sister. I'm 25. I studied finance in university too. And uh, I'm the head of the financial operations here. But to be honest with you, Alon, nowadays we basically, I don't know, we, we do a little bit of everything. You know, I'm passionate in marketing too. So if I can help him, I always go to his office. We talk a lot. So we, we try to combine our forces in every department of the company. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. And you guys are very modest. You are the fifth generation of Zokais in Italy, where your great, great, great grandfather started yeah. in 1839 in Venice, if I'm correct? Correct. So you guys are Venetian. You're not far from there today. No. You're hard of, uh, of the Gold Valley, as I said. Actually, all our Italian partners are based where you guys are. And if I'm correct, your great 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 grandfather started with a watch repair shop in exactly that's correct and then also branched out the family into jewelry and today yeah. you guys are vertically integrated you design manufacture everything in-house correct yeah correct. yeah nice so our, our father i work with my brother as well and um our father started actually working with your father and i believe your late auntie Yes, um, she's not exactly. with us. So bless her soul. I had the honor to meet her on several occasions. She was a lovely woman. Your father is a great, jolly guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, he loves the Dolce Vita. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been a pleasure working with you guys. And if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, we we we've been working for a decade. We we actually discovered Zokai through your colleague Ilaria, who's amazing. Exactly. Yes, 12 years now. 12 years already. Wow, time flies. So I think we were the first to introduce Zokai in the Netherlands, and ever since we've been had an amazing partnership with you guys. You make exquisite Italian fine jewelry, handmade, fair pricing. Um, I think designs that have uh, true Italian spirit, which I want to take talk yeah. about a bit later. Uh, and we actually received some questions before this session from our viewers that couldn't join live. So one of those questions actually is about that topic. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you guys. Um, but before yeah. we do, let's do these questions we ask every guest of ours. Um, so the first aces question is, what watch and jewel is your favorite and why? And the oldest sibling can start. Yeah, so I'll say with watch. So being a man and working in women's jewelry, I have to say watch more than jewelry. So my favorite watch is the one I'm wearing today. I'm going to show you guys. Which actually, by the way, I, uh, I'm going too fast. We said we would do this. But this is, a, this is a wrist check. So show me again, Lelio, sorry. This is a wrist what are you check. Wearing? So this is a custom-made Zokai watch. Oh. <laughs> that it was gifted to me at my 18th birthday and we have three pieces one is mine one is giacomo and one is gino that is our father so wait 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 is this a scoop and can we get yeah. zoka watches or this is just a proto it's a kind of a scoop yeah it's, it's, it's an insight <laughs> so this is the second scoop we have at the ace list live sessions we had another one yesterday with mike usher that okay. they launched the pear shaped Pattern mm. cut. So you guys soon will launch actually what your origins of Zoka is with watches. Yeah. You're also branching. Watches are cool. Watches are as well. Is it mechanical? This is automatic. Nice. And you yes, it... Swiss movement? Excuse me? Swiss movement? Yeah, yeah. Swiss movement in rose gold. I'll show you better. Yeah. Is it 80 carat pink gold or red gold? Yeah, yeah pink gold. Very light nice. rose gold. Nice. This is a, it's a great memory for us because it was gifted to me at my 18th birthday. It was yeah. gifted to Akuma at his 18th. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's a very special. It's a master memory. Yeah. Cool. And are you guys wearing any jewelry? We have some bracelets on, <laughs> as you can see. Yeah. yeah. We have the Zokai Smile bracelet, one of our best sellers. Yeah, which we sell very well to both men and women. Very flexible, very versatile. We have so many colors. And yeah. then this is another brand of ours that yeah. works in luxury streetwear. It's actually a brand new, brand new project we are launching as well, targeting the fashion sector more than the jewelry and watches, though. We will discuss about it later as well. Okay, nice. And you, Giacomo? So, wrist check, I'll give you a first insight on the new watches we'll be doing. Yeah. So, basically, this is, um, this is a sample. I'm, I'm the tester here. And, uh, yeah, we're basically taking what was the watch in the 90s to uh, 2000s. 
the ones that were made back in the days with my grandfather. And we're trying to, to give it a new look and new colorways. So black on black. That Is it we're oval, doing the case? Excuse me? Is it oval? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oval. This was the, the typical Zokai watch that were launched back in the 2000s, I believe, yeah. late 90s. Yeah. And they had quite a great success. So we said, why not launching them again, you know, put them in the 2020s version. And, and we're oh. trying to find the colorways. We're trying to, to work to work out the best solutions for the watch. And then we're going to be launching this in the market. Sorry, guys. Business always keeps going. <laughs> Urgent Never here we need to do. Um, but please, please tell me more. And what about jewelry? Are you? What oh, are you I, the, I, I also have the, the Cuban yeah. bracelet, stainless steel. Yeah. Cuban it's, link. Yeah, it's matching with the with this guy. So yeah. What, what material is it made of? Oh, this is stainless steel. It's gold plated. Okay, and is it set or not? Stainless steel. And Excuse is it me? set with stones or something, gemstones or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it has zircons on the on the clasp. Yeah. So it's for a younger target group, street style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, not under the Zokai label, right? Excuse me? It's not under the Zokai label. No, no, no. It's another label. It's a oh. it's a brand new concept of fashion accessory and jewelry. Awesome. But we'll surely get into it later on when, on the discussion. Nice. So since we are talking uh, precious metals and everything, I put my uh, red gold wedding band. I have a red gold Nomos Lambda watch and my red gold cufflinks, which are engraved <laughs> with my initials, Yeah, all which is my handwriting, yeah. and it's a hand engraving. Oh, so that's, that's cool. I did some uh, gold for my Italian friends. So that's yeah. the show. We blended the wrist check, jewelry check with question one. So, Perfect. Lelio, you told me what's your favorite. I guess you both are wearing your favorite jewels and watches, right? No, not really. Not really. Ah. Not really. For me, yes. Plot twist. My favorite watch, I mean, it has to have something personal linked to it because I love a lot of watches, but this one is uh, Cartier. Yeah. yeah. It was given gifted to me by my grandfather, so I keep it in my safe, and I believe it's gonna stay there for a little while. <laughs> nice, nice, and that's I think that's the red thread in our industry. It's yeah. storytelling, it's emotions, and uh, yeah. it's... always linking them to beautiful moments. So yeah, thank you that's for sharing. Cool. Second question: What did you want to be when you grew up? So. Basically, I grew up in jewelry. So ever since I have memory, I've been traveling with my father. I've been seeing the factory. I've been seeing jewels around, been hearing them talking about jewels. So I never actually pictured myself anywhere else than the jewelry sector. I'm also very passionate about fashion. So right now with this other label we were talking earlier, we're getting into that as well. So I'm fine where I am. So I'm very happy with my current situation. It's all, it's what I always wanted to be, so. Cool. Was yeah. it accepted? Was it expected of you guys? Yeah. A lot of peer pressure if you're the fifth generation. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I would say yes. In fact, growing up in at university, you know, everybody has some doubts. Maybe, maybe I don't want to work in jewelry. Maybe I want to yeah. have my own path. But then, at the end of the day, everything comes together, and we're here, happy to be here. Good. And you, Giacomo? I had a little moment when I was a kid. I wanted to be a pilot, yeah. <laughs> a jet pilot first, then aircraft pilot. Then that's why I moved. I remember when, when I went to Dubai for uni, mm -hmm. I went there looking into getting in a cadet pilot school yeah. while enrolling in business. But I was, yeah. I was taking my time to, you know, to see where I wanted to go. Yeah. But then, as you said, things come together, and when you you grow up, things happen. And we were all, always used to discuss about jewelry at lunch, at dinner, every moment of the day. So I believe that when you reach a state of, you know, of adulthood, you just want to be what you what you've always been. Uh, I know. I know, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about and what you're uh, feeling. So yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. It's nice to see you guys together, though. Probably it's the same for you, I believe. No, it's the same. Yeah, it, it was never expected of us, and um, actually, our parents pushed us to persuade our passions and our talents. But you know, we're in the most beautiful business there is. I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, the products we work with, it's creative. Um, you make people happy yeah. and the relationship you build up with your customers are often not one generation but multiple generations and it's all the happy occasions and beautiful moments in life so yeah i love what we do so uh, i think it's a it's an honor that we can do it and uh, it's actually fortunate that we can do it so yeah yeah I definitely agree we feel the same way yeah and um the third question is who is your role model so of course when we were younger you know you have a lot of role models that might be <laughs> athletes singers and whatever but becoming an adult i realized that my role model is for sure my grandfather my grandfather's name was lelio in fact i'm named after him yeah he fought in world war ii and he was one of the last 28 italians to come back to italy years after the the war ended and he managed to like uh, you mentioned earlier, bring the a small watch repair shop into an international brand, along with my father and my auntie. Yeah. They grew the, our name exponentially. So um, it's very fascinating for me, and I'm very honored to be, you know, the the nephew of such a such a great man. Yeah. What World War? He came back. He built a company. He gave us a reason to work today as well. So. He's my role model for sure. Amazing. I gotta stick to that too. Good. He's good. Uh, he stole my words and yeah, yeah. I just so great to have such a role model in the family, right? Yeah. Or had, I assume. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Good for you. Thank so the you. fourth question is if you could teleport tomorrow, where would you go? So like Giacomo said earlier, we studied university in Dubai. Yeah. So Dubai is like a second home for us. So I would say for sure Dubai. I love the weather. I love the the buildings, the vibrancy of the city. So Dubai for Interesting. sure. So how how is it that you guys, a lot of European 
guys with our backgrounds go either to back in the day London or US. Yeah. Now it's a bit Asia. What made you go or Australia? What made you guys decide to go to the Middle East? So you know, a thing about me is that I really hate cold and rain weather. <laughs> and I'm very Mediterranean under this aspect. So yeah, yeah. when I saw Dubai, sun all year, summer all year long, I just went with it. Well, Giacomo mm -hmm. studied in Australia a couple of years as well. Yeah, yeah. I did 50-50, so... The you did first... both the same background. Yeah, yeah. So I did um, two years and a half in Dubai. But since the university was Australian, when he left, when he got back to the company here in Italy, I moved to Australia to try something new. So if I could teleport tomorrow, I believe I would go to Australia right now. And it's which city, what area? Wollongong. It's west coast? E uh, west. Uh, no, no, it's, sorry, sorry. It's uh, 40 minutes away from Sydney. Nice. And I don't know, it's just the vibes you get working in Australia. I didn't work there. I studied, but I could see, I could perceive people working there. Yeah. The lifestyle is just, you know, very laid back, very while they're still working and doing stuff because you know in italy we have this mentality that if you don't if you're laid back means that you don't work there piano, I believe, piano. yeah piano, you know? <laughs> in australia it's the, the whole lifestyle is just uh, beautiful it's lovely and i be, i believe i would go there yes so tell me now on these topics of these cities um zoka is an international brand a global brand um is the middle east a strong market for you guys the Middle East is actually a very up and down market mm. because, it, you know, it very depends on the trends. We all know the Middle East have a high expenditure possibilities. So it really depends on, on the trend and what the people are seeking for in a particular moment. So as you surely know, and maybe the people watching know too, yeah. our product is very daring is very elegant but yet very colorful the design is very is very particular we put a lot of study into designing into the choice of the stones so our product is well received in more mediterranean markets so or international cities for sure like amsterdam like could be berlin like could be madrid so where there are a lot of different type of people our jewelry work very well because of the the particularities of it of the jewels can meet different type of people yeah because you have a beautiful arabesque collection and i was curious if it does well in that region or on the other markets it does better so that was a question i had for you guys and you, you know, have a lot of yeah, earrings that do very well in the middle east which I yeah love. yeah the, the middle eastern client is very it's not only very careful about the the exterior aspect of a thing but they're very uh, careful about the designing how it's made why the storytelling the all the story behind it and then you know we have a great luck of being italian and italian jewelry and made in italy will always be a plus for us so everywhere we go in the world you know the italian manufacturer is still very appreciated yeah. of course and being from us in our laboratories it's it's a great plus side for our company. Nice. All right. 
Next question is, what book are you guys currently reading? So I'll, I'll keep talking as I'm <laughs> the other one we, we scheduled this way. Yeah, so I, I just finished Shoe Dog. That is the autobiography of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. I read that because I was very curious. I, I love autobiographies because I want to know more about the people themselves talking about themselves. I believe it's it's much more real than than a romance, you know. So I've been reading this book. It's very nice. I would recommend it to everyone watching if they're keen to know more about Nike in their early years. It's a very nice book. So when it comes to me, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not reading any book at the moment. Okay, I've, just mention book that you liked or that many. Yeah, I've been. I, I, uh, I read autobiographies too, but not that much because I typically keep myself updated on Yahoo Finance rather than reading books. I have to be honest. I read a lot of articles online. Whenever mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, I get ready, I go to the office, I spend 30, 40 minutes on Yahoo Finance, on daily news and stuff like that. So I, I try to keep myself updated with the. Uh, with daily facts and stuff rather than reading a proper book. I know it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's not, it's judgment. not we don't pass judgment. I'll give you a bonus question. Yeah. Favorite series on Netflix. Oh, that's good. Hmm. <laughs> Favorite series. <laughs> I need, I have to say Narcos. I'm sorry, yeah. but I have to say Narcos. Oh, it's not because of the thing but it's because of the intensity that, that they gave to the to the show and because of the characters i just i love the story behind it rather than than the whole thing happening it's just fascinating how things turned out and how things went on those on between those people and it's crazy it's just yeah and the storytelling is exciting and the narrative is good yeah, yeah. And uh, Lelio, I also read um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, because I'm a bit of a sneaker freaker. I collect Jordan 1 uh, no shoes, way. so I have to read that book. And, and I love autobiographies as well, especially by entrepreneurs. Mm, I want yeah. to see what, 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 what is that unique selling point, what makes them that much to excel. And I found it super interesting, so from different points of views. What stuck yep. the most with me was that with all the success he had, and I think he tells very honestly about his ups and downs and how difficult the journey was, yeah. is what I found actually very sad is he had one son, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Two, and that he, no, I think he had two. And the younger one, he never had such a good relationship with him. And when things were getting better and he had a child that he had a diving accident and that's his yeah. biggest regret in life and um so so that's actually what stuck with me and then and, and um what i learned from that book is that which well we're raised with that right because we're in family businesses so we understand family is important relationships are important in our business i think a lot is done in relationships right yeah, yeah, for sure. If I remember the first time we worked with Ilari, apparently 12 years ago. She said, here's the merchandise. We trust you. And that's how our business works. Yeah. But definitely. in the shoe world, it was just war all the time. That's why it's called yeah. shoe dog. Because it was a, a war of dogs. 
So Actually, no, that that what we're seeing as well with this new collection of luxury streetwear accessories we are we launched. Yeah. The fashion industry is very different. It's yeah. very different. There's not that much of a relationship. It keeps changing. It keeps evolving. It keeps turning itself around. So we are lucky. The jewelry yeah. is very based among personal relationship, and I love this. Like you yeah. said, earlier, it's it's a very yeah. great. How do I? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, the sixth like question is, sorry, what did you say? I said spoiler alert because I might read that book now. <laughs> you, have you have to. If you yeah, don't, yeah. we won't talk to you anymore. Okay, fine. Talking about those shoes, by the way, and Netflix, um, I don't know if you guys seen the series Abstract. No, not yet. I highly, highly recommend it. Each episode is about somebody who excels in design or creating creativity. One is also with with Tinker Hatfield, who designed the Air Max 1 and stuff, and most of the Jordans, but not Jordan 1. So he's in one of the episodes. And in season two, I think it's the second or third, is a guy who designed the font based on typography of watches from the 1950s. Oh, so crazy. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I love fun. I, so I love that. So that's my yeah, tip for now. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, anyway, so we're deviating. So you guys do a lot with colors and a lot with gemstones. So I'm very excited to ask you yeah. the sixth question. What do you think is going to be the color of 2021? So according to our stylistic research, we believe aqua green will be the color of 2021. Aquamarine? Aqua green. Aqua green. It's aqua like a shade of turquoise. So, you know, it's a very fresh, light color. We see it more and more often. If you if you look around, you'll see this aqua green coming up in fashion. We see it in cars as well. If I don't know if you follow Formula One, the Mercedes, Petronas, Hamilton, they always have this, this small greenish line. We believe that is the, could be the color of 2021. Giacomo, concur, do you concur, do you agree? I do concur, yes. Uh, Did you like finance, you like the dollar green, right? Yes, yeah, no <laughs> aqua green, I don't like aqua green. <laughs> the euros, we don't have much green though. No, we have violet, but not anymore. Purple, I don't know, honestly. It's a little bit out of my, of my jurisdiction, as you said. Yeah. Because uh, the guy here is more involved in the designing and research of colors and, and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen a lot of that aqua green too, so I might stick to okay, that. So let's, let's, let's dive in on that. Two things. So if you say aqua green and you do a lot with gemstones, would you use the greenish aquamarine? Yeah. Or do you use iolite? You what, know, what gemstone would you use then? We'll, we would go close to that aqua green, so everything ranking from aquamarine to quas, also sky blue, sapphire, everything toning from green. Greenish, you'll look for it. Yeah. And okay, now let's, you, you guys are talking about the, the, the roles you fulfill in the family company. You, your dad still works full time. Yeah. Tell me a bit who, who, who is the management, so, and who, who does what? 
who does the gem buying who does the designs uh, it's obviously you do a lot of finance uh, Giacomo um, yeah how big is your team how big so, is the company how many people are working at uh, Zoka we have around 30 people now yeah 30 yeah yeah we That's have with the goldsmith in the atelier yeah ultimately 15 people in the in the laboratories yeah and 15 even more actually 15 in the office then we have all the agents the the salesman so yeah around that number a little bit more Your output of designs and the, the vast collections you guys have and if we order something you're rather quick you guys are very efficient for an italian company because waiting lines are usually long with italians <laughs> thank you thank you are you modern in your setup yeah so let's say giacomo joined the company a little less than a couple of years ago yeah and it took for me time a couple of years to get you know into the flow so i joined the company in 2017 16 so it's not much so you know by the time you get a bit like i said with the flow you understand who you work with how to work you understand the identity of every brand because you have to be inside the company to understand fully what what your brand is so we are we're lucky then we are brothers we have a, an excellent relationship with our dad dad so basically we we decided to be to find our expertise in different sectors so that together we could build up the best we could so like we said i'm following majorly the design the creativity aspect as i'm not good with numbers at all Giacomo is very good with numbers yeah, so he's following more the administration part Gino is a phenomenal salesman yeah. he could sell everything to anyone probably to yeah. me too as well so after all these years so we divided like this so I'm following this let's say marketing and design Giacomo administration and Gino the commercial and salesman part yeah when it comes to production and purchases and stuff like that it's it's rather me or Gino. It really depends because we there's not really a we do have a responsible like a head of the purchases and stuff. But you know uh, nowadays I believe cost control is it's very important. It's crucial every time. So we try and as we say in Italian, put our nose in a little bit of everything to keep track of everything. So that's how we manage stuff. It's it's very. We we do have a synergy between uh, among us three, and yeah. then with him, everyone working here. It's been here for at least ten, five to ten years at least. So, I do feel like it's kind of a big family okay. nowadays. So and now yeah, getting that's back how to we feel also because uh, your team members also visit us on a frequent uh, occasion now a bit less of course, but in normal times, and that's the visit you. Valentina will see you. It's coming soon. next week, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's coming. We're looking forward to welcoming her. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so talking about visiting us in Amsterdam, the last question is, have you been to Amsterdam before? And what's your favorite memory? So I've been to Amsterdam only once, unfortunately. Not so long ago, actually, last summer. First and only time, but I have to, to come more because Amsterdam is a very great city very young very vibrant a lot of to do a lot to see and my favorite memory very is just trendy. chilling around 
with Giacomo and my sister, who lives in Amsterdam, by the way. Now? She studies at the university. Yeah, yeah. She studies at the University of <laughs> Utrecht. Are you serious? And she lives in Yeah, yeah, I swear. You have to tell her to come uh, visit us. Definitely, yes. Do. I didn't know that. Look, I'll tell Valentina to call her and she's come with her. She's yeah, probably... tell her to We can help her if she needs anything. When did she move here? A few months ago. Yeah. She used to live in Utrecht, very close to Amsterdam. So now she's there because she has to to make a, to work for six months, I believe, for the university program. Yeah. Okay. It's like an exchange semester, I think. And she chose Amsterdam because it was the best solution available. And it's the best city in the world. It is. It is. I've been to I've been in Amsterdam three times. Once the first time with my ex-girlfriend, and it was it was beautiful. We just cruised around every single day, you know, have hotel breakfast in the morning, took the bicycles, and go back at night. So that's I think that's the best part of of living a city, like in its true self. When you visit some places, you need to be out there. You don't need to search it on TripAdvisor and stuff. You just You just go and explore so, and move around and i see you guys go. love the laid-back culture australia amsterdam <laughs> is relaxing yeah. who are more relaxed amsterdam or sydney australia well uh i would say australia but not in the cities because sydney is pretty hectic mm -hmm. sydney gets gets really there's a lot of traffic in sydney it gets it's more of a business city But if you move just 10 minutes, not even five minutes away from the city center, even the other districts, the residential areas are pretty laid back. It's, it's very calm. It's very nice. So I have to say Australia. because And, and Amsterdam. now there's a double reason to come here, right? Besides visiting your sister, you need to visit your friend Amsterdam. So sure. as soon we'll as the flying is easier, I expect you guys here. And otherwise take a train. Very soon, for sure. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much, guys. Um, we try to keep these sessions around 45 minutes. Uh, cutoff time is literally one hour because yesterday we surpassed the one hour and then we can't post it on Instagram TV. Awesome. <laughs> so we needed to edit it for hours. So how are you guys for time? No, we're good. We can keep on going. All right. We'll so... In that case, what I would love to do is uh, we had some questions coming in um, yeah. and I want to deal with those. Also, live questions before we go and answer them, maybe um, do a bit of storytelling about the brand Zokai and the collections, yeah. how I translate um, your brand philosophy and identity to consumers that don't know you. I always say it's a fine jewelry brand from Italy, designed and made in Italy, high-end, well-made by hand, design-wise, classic plus, means skewed to contemporary, but timeless, very vast, and the amazing thing is that you guys are agile. We can always customize. Whenever we have requests, you guys make it for us. Yeah. But then we yeah. create unique pieces, basically, together with the consumer. So that's what I love about you guys. Um, did I summarize yeah, that? That was, that was a great intro, I think. Yeah. 
basically, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. If we need to focus a little bit more on the brands, I believe Lelio should start with uh, Zokai, which is the high jewelry, the fine jewelry brand. So basically what we did this year that is brand new, you will see it soon as well. We wanted to take Zokai to the next level. So we said what we are very good on, and like you said, is designing, versatility, flexibility, colors. So we said, let's focus on what we are very good at. So we... we sure. Sorry, timeout. Also, I, I remind I always say it's always 18 karat gold, always yeah. natural diamonds, always natural gemstones. Because yeah. I remind this because you guys have multiple labels, which we Correct. don't fill. Correct. And there you use non-precious metal and non-natural stones, right? It depends. So we, we have the, like we said, Zokai is only natural stones, precious diamonds, and 18 carats gold. Then we have another collection that is called Zeta Oro that we introduced mm -hmm. to the market in a few months ago. Yeah. It's nine carat gold mm -hmm. with some natural and some other ecologic stones, we call them, that are derived from glass. Mm -hmm. The other collection is called Dark Eye. That is this streetwear luxury bracelet, chains, earrings. That is all gold-plated stainless steel with zircons. So, yeah, we have three different ranges of products. But going to Zokai, that is the one why we are here today. So we, we believe Zokai, it's like I said, it's a daring design. So we want to push the limit, but yet it's very elegant. So we try to think about the ideal Zokai woman and the Zokai woman is a daring, elegant woman. Mm -hmm. So it's someone who is not afraid to show her true passions, her true self, the colors she might love. It's a woman that wants to stand out, yet is an elegant woman because you know, sometimes when you push too much, you begin to be not more, not, not more so sophisticated or elegant. So we made a lot of, increasing the increasement and improvement on the brand experience i'll show you the new box we developed yeah looks very nice so this is a new box you see with mirror texture it has a, a mirror inside nice this is all made in italy it's all coming from sustainable sources because green and ecology is very important nowadays we developed a fragrance as well, a Zokai fragrance. Nice. Which goes inside the box with yeah. every jewel. So this is an original oh. fragrance we developed with some Florentine perfumer, all yeah. coming from organic sources. So there was a, a lot, a lot of studies for the improvement of the Zokai brand. We wanted to give an experience, you know, it's more of yeah. a Zokai experience rather than a Zokai jewel. Yeah. So we worked a lot during the, the these months of quarantine here in Italy. I think we worked like never before on this and we put a lot of effort, both financial effort and, you know, studying and researching and doing a lot of, 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 uh, we, we just basically focused on all our resources and on this, on this, on Zeta Oro, which is another project of ours, which is linked to it's more, it's, it's fresh, it's young, goes for another target. It's linked to makeup. Here we are linked to perfumes. There we linked it with makeup with a little mirror. 
Yeah, nice. So we're trying to we're trying to combine tradition who we were back in the days, our family with uh, you know with modern times. Yeah, modernity. And I'm very happy you guys raised uh, sustainability and um, uh, also uh, modern times. Yeah. What do you guys do now to bring the company into the 21st century? taking the millennials and Generation Z, especially into consideration, besides the three other labels you have who are younger, zooming in on Zokai, which that target group also finds it very important, sustainability. Um, what do you guys do besides now the packaging? Are you guys also a member of the Responsible Jewelry Council? So we're not yet because, you know, the, this quarantine, the coronavirus situation in Italy got us pretty strong. So yeah. we were forced to stay closed from February until late May. And still things are opening up slowly, even though our region in particular deal with the problem very seriously. Oh, and we're hard. very glad now yeah. everything is safe, everything is good. So right now... Not like yet, but you have the ambition. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We, like I said earlier, we work, we renew all the line to be sustainable. Yeah. We yeah. everything we can, we do it sustainable. We do it green. So we try to find paper coming from coming from uh, the sustainable forest sources. We try to gather all the materials we can with the. Um, you know, there are renewable, we use only recycled plastic, we use recycled leather for the new shopping bags. We use, like I said, everything we can, we try to make a low environmental impact on every Very good. On every line. Yeah. Very good. And, and I don't need to ask if the diamonds are bought according to the Kimberley process. That's something that we discussed in our session with Mike Usher and his father is the president of the World Diamond Council. So that I know you guys do. Uh, the gold yeah. you sort. We in Holland, for all the ace fine jewelry gold we use, is 99.9% .9 recycled. So we know it's ethically okay. sourced and we try yeah, yeah, yeah. to impact as those possible. What do you guys uh, source as precious metals? Is it recycled as well or is it done through mines that are governed? Mm, you know, most of it is recycled. Yeah. We try yeah, and work yeah. with recycled zones. Okay. We didn't hear you, sorry. I said in Italy, the gold is also mostly recycled that you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Also, the stones we gather. I think actually is. Yeah. We yeah. try to find stones that are certificate coming from sustainable mines or yeah. non explosive labors. You know, and, we do what we can. Yeah. And you guys, are, you guys are the fifth generation and the new generation. Is this something that you guys pushed on or did your... Uh, father and auntie already start with this? Was it on their radar or is this something that you guys injected? You know, the, this sustainable movement has got very strong only the past few years. So yeah. for sure, there's always been the intention to not to exploit labor or exploit, of course, the environment. But now maybe us two being younger, being from another generation, like you said. So while my father is a previous generation, technically me and him are millennials, and now we'll target our target market as well as the younger people. And we know that 
sustainability is one of the main aspects today. So yeah. for sure, we improve this aspect in the company as well. And I believe we had the luck to grow up in a society where this is important in, in every single sphere of your life, not only in business, while probably back in the days when, when my father grew up, it wasn't really a big thing yet. So you talked about yeah it's inevitable that for us it's just you know it's something that it's here already so we don't have to to force it we don't have to to think about it too much it's just it just comes with a with a mindset i believe so Great. yeah so and on this topic yesterday unfortunately we really ran out of time with mike usher because i said i wanted to talk about lab grown diamonds you guys are actually not that classic and old school you experiment a lot. You have different yeah, labels. Yeah. You have different platforms. You guys work with non-precious metals, uh, natural gems, half natural, uh, synthetic. Yeah. What's no, your view? Yeah. What's your view on lab-grown diamonds? A, do you use them already? And if so, not, will you in the future? Honestly, I'm open to lab diamonds. I don't see why that can't be a thing. Okay. I believe though lab diamonds today aren't as how can we say maybe i would say competitive mm -hmm. as natural diamonds so for sure you know everyone loves natural everyone loves diamonds for the diamonds so we still work with natural diamonds but i believe in you know in the future sources are gonna run out talking about our sector or every other industry so I believe lab diamonds could be a great evolution for jewelry as well in the future. Jacob, we don't with them now. No, we don't work with them at the moment because if you ask me, I'm I try and see it as a you know as a romantic, and uh, I believe that natural diamonds do have that plus in the thoughts, in feelings, in the desire of people. But as you said. Uh, the future is unpredictable. The sources are limited, so we need to see where the world goes. Right now, we we chose not to work with Lab Diamonds, but uh, let's see how it goes. I'm open as as he is, but for now, we're not working with them. We're not okay. treating. Them. Okay, thank you for sharing. So we have almost ten minutes left. Shall we yeah. dive into some questions that our viewers are asking? Let's go. For sure. Okay. So let me see. Um, this is my colleague Dala. He says good vibes. Thank you, Dala, for tuning in as well. Great vibes. Nice to meet you. Um, Ruben is happy and he's sharing his comments on Facebook. Dala was on YouTube. We're streaming it to multiple platforms. Watch for Rocky is our ace ambassador, huge fan of watches and jewelry, by the way. Um, he's asking when will Zokai watches will be available at Ace Jewelers, and he added the emoticon, but that got <laughs> lost in translation. Um, so we are in the sample step of the process, so we believe very soon by the beginning of 2021. Okay, so Rocky, if you want to be the first to test them, shoot us a <laughs> we'll hook you up. <laughs> he's asking his question on YouTube through Facebook. Christian is asking. How do you create jewelry? Do you first look at the stone and then make a design or first design and then source the stones? Good question, so, Christian. 
this... believe it depends. It's a very good question, though. It's a good question, but I believe it depends. Sometimes you just get an idea, and you and you try and develop it from the design to then move into the stones and find the right stones to develop the, the actual jewel. Sometimes you just get a stone in your hand, and you're like, "Now I have to do something with this," and mm -hmm. and then you develop the jewel. It it really depends on on what comes first, you know. But both ways are possible, and and they happen. Let's say that most of the time, though, our company and myself and all the design team, we got great inspiration from architecture. Mm -hmm. So many of our collections are inspired by cities meaning yeah. Venice collection, Damasco collection, the Parkwell collection are all inspired by monuments and architecture. So most of the times we see something we like, we see something we love, and we try to think how we can transmit it to jewelry. Yeah. And then everything comes up together, you know, color of the stones, the stone, the cut, the gold. So like Giacomo said, it really depends. Great. Great. Minds cannot be controlled. Then uh, jewel is all, is always unique, so you know even the process of making it is has to be unique. Yeah. Nice. Um, one of the questions that were sent to us beforehand, Jennifer is asking, "What do you think of lab ground diamonds?" Okay, we we dealt with it. Um, I think Giacomo, you said it actually spot on. Nacho has more romanticism to it. I do have this feeling. I, I'm trying to put myself in the customer's shoes, not as a jeweler right now. Yeah. And I do have this feeling. I don't know. It, it just uh, saying natural diamond gives gives it that plus to me. But it's, my, per it's my personal opinion. Nature is nature at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. It's yeah, the, and then for those that don't know the difference, maybe if we uh, share a bit of knowledge and passion, every diamond which is made in the core of the earth under very high pressure, very high temperatures, and there's also a chemical reaction that creates the color, um, carbon, pure carbon, which is in your pencil, is under these extreme temperature and pressures, crystallized into a diamond. And every diamond, like our fingerprint, is unique. It has a DNA and yeah. um, is never the same. So that's the romanticism that actually we're talking about. Um, I do think it's a good thing that lab grown is out there because we will exhaust planet Earth with whatever energy we extract from it and, and sources. Um, big thing that needs to be known, we can't still make beautiful white lab-grown man-made diamonds above one one and a half carat so True. they simply don't exist so that's a big difference it might happen one day what is a good thing is it's not fake a lot of people think that lab-grown is zirconium or zirconia which are two different things it is made out of a natural diamond and then it's grown literally so they kind of clone it yeah they replicate the it correct word but just people think that it's Better for the environment, not completely true. There's a lot of energy used to replicate what Mother Earth is doing, right? High pressure, extreme heats. So that is not completely true. They say that it's more ethical. Yeah, but with the Kimberley process in place and functioning properly, I think it became ethical. Are we uh, mining 
is getting better, safer, better for the miners. Mm -hmm. We're using less chemicals. So I think thing, it's a catalyst. I think it's it's processing. Me personally, I think it will will live next to each other. I always look at the pearl yeah. market. So natural pearls are a small part of it and mm -hmm. cultivated is big, but it's not a good example because oysters are an organic mechanism and they can replicate um, and diamonds not. So it's not a complete good comparison. I think maybe natural sapphires versus treated. I look at yeah, that yeah. Uh, and then you have synthetic as well, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think they will exist, they coexist. That's what I think. And the lower price yeah. points and the younger buyers will maybe go for lab grown and um, the more exquisite pieces like natural gemstones. So I think they'll coexist. That's my personal yeah, yeah, opinion. For sure. um, yeah, so thank you for sharing your opinion. Um, so Christian is on a roll. He's asking, is there an Amsterdam peace coming? And we have peace in Amsterdam, but what he means is a piece of jewel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question, Christian. We're working on it, right, guys? In yes. the making, in the making, in the making. Amazing. If you have any wishes, please shoot us a message. Yeah, sure. Um, so we have a few more minutes left. Good question from Rebecca. She shot this to us through um, Instagram. What makes Italian jewelry and design so special? I think it's a good question to finalize our live session today. Yeah. So uh, I don't think there's a theoretical or a very true answer to this question. I believe that Italy has always been, you know, famous for fashion, for luxury cars, for boats, for luxury yacht. There's just something, you know, maybe it's the place we live i still i always say that italy is such a wonderful country and maybe all the surroundings we have we are very lucky to have one of the greatest history of the world yeah. within our small country so it makes it special because we put passion we put heart into it you know also i always compare jewelry or whatever with uh, when people are not too confident with jewelry i'll say just think about ferrari Ferrari is the, you know, it's the true exponential of passion, of heart, of fire. So maybe what sets Italian design and jewelry apart from maybe other producers is that maybe, you know, you see, even though it might not be technically perfect, it is perfect in its own way. So it's it's a hard question to, to answer. Thank you. So, because I, I, I had an um, eye opener a few years ago. What would you do? You want to add something to that, Giacomo? No, I, I was just I was just going to answer it with one word. I think it's tradition. Mm -hmm. So it's something that it's inherited from your, you know, ancestors, and you just get it, and somehow it's in your. It's something we have in in our DNA, I would say, because there's no technical answer to this, but with jewelry, with, uh, with cars, with uh, architecture, with art. There's something about Italians that, that is just uh, unique, you know? So I, I believe there's... I agree. So, so, 
<laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, listen, we, I, I've, I've, I've been coming to Italy as a little kid. My parents used to take us as, as tiny babies to Basel World and Ficenza Fair. Yeah. So I got infected with the love for Italy, La Dolce Vita, the food, the fashion, cars, obviously, and jewelry. Yeah. And I've, I'm 41 now. And two years ago, 39 years, I've been thinking about why studying researching. Obviously, in Europe, uh, uh, the, the Romans put a huge yeah. stamp on everything, right? It started yeah. there. It's, it's heritage, as you said, Giacomo. Yeah. But that's a too easy answer. Why does it still under there? I mean, come on. Japanese culture is old. The Chinese culture is 5,000 years old. Um, there are more cultures. Why do the Italians excel? The Swiss and the Japanese are the most precise in the world. Than yes, the Germans, but the Italians have uh, a style. I had the honor to visit all the factories that Bulgari has in Switzerland. And uh, Fabrizio, who is an amazing designer, which we're going to have on the show, I believe, on the 15th. So definitely oh. make sure to watch it. And what uh, my friend in Neuchâtel, Diana, who works for Bulgari, told me and, and and that blew my mind and that and that opened my eyes she says molto non troppo that's bulgari and that's, that's italian design yeah and true. so i said I, I i don't speak italian but i understood the three words and then i said okay but what does it mean and then when we translated it to two languages english and dutch it means much but not too much yeah yeah you know it's it's out it's, there yeah. but it's not tacky yeah it's in the boundaries it's innovative but it's stylish and that's for me was... what he said i believe because yeah. he said it's daring but it's elegant yeah exactly you know, Molto non troppo. and that's yeah. for me italian design okay guys so i had an amazing time with you thank Same you thank um you. i really really hope to welcome you soon in amsterdam um the next episode for our viewers is with the CEO of Zenit Watches, Julien Tournin, which is going to be interesting as well. I know you guys are watching. Yeah, uh, sure. I want to thank all our visitors and viewers. Thank you so thank much. You. If you have any questions for uh, Lalio Giacomo, send it to me. I will forward to them. If you guys want to meet them in Amsterdam, we'll do a trunk show or whatever. Why not? So, with pleasure. Thank you so much. Mille grazie. Mille grazie. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao Lon, grazie. Ciao, ciao. A presto.